It's Light the Tower, your daily look around the world of sports with Hall of Fame broadcaster and voice of the Texas Longhorns, Craig Way, and Horns 24-7 insider, Jeff Howe, on your live, local, and independent home for sports talk in Austin, the Horn. It's the second hour of the program, and Jordan Spieth is leaking oil. I'm distraught, Craig. I know you are. I'm distraught. That's what I said. You're headed toward Flacidityville. You know, and he's just driven into the rough. They're on the 12 now. So it's tough for Jordan, who had it of minus five, and now it's three under and just drove it into the left rough off the tee. Justin's on the struggle bus. Yeah, yeah. He is Justin Spieth when he golfs like this. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, Just like Rod, you know, Rod said he's got the uh, the bit between, you know, when Sark is good calling games, he's he's Sark. But when, you know, like the, the game management is bad and things go bad in the fourth quarter, he's Steven. That's kind of one of those deals. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, Brian Harmon is the leader. He shot a six on a round of 65 today. Tommy Fleetwood, who was tied for the lead after the first round, has given a shot back to par today. He's playing number nine. Uh, and also Rosner, not related to Mark Rosner. Or the great you know, Mark Rosner. Yeah, who, uh, you know, uh, wrote for many years for the Statesman and then, of course, still writes uh, freelance for them and for AP, uh, is uh, minus four. Uh, hey, he's three under, Cam. It's not It's not the end of the world. No, no, no the, the lowest round on the course for, the, for those who are playing this afternoon wave is Jason Day at three under. Yeah. So Jordan had the tie for the lowest round on this afternoon wave. It's playing a little bit tougher right now. So, so. He's, he's not Justin yet. Not yet. No, he's he's still, he, hasn't, he, hasn't, he hasn't made his double bogey yet. When that happens, then when, yeah. when he makes nine on 18 like JT did yesterday, then we'll... Uh, yeah. Oh, you know what I realized, Craig? Thanks to our texters for reminding us this. Yeah. Next Friday yeah. is the last day we get a chance to send someone to the cauldron. Yeah, that's right. So we need to find the despicable Florida man or Florida woman. We don't discriminate for that segment. When, are, when, when uh, do you go on vacation, Cam? When do you head out on vacation? Thursday after the show. Okay. I'm, I'm going to make a command decision here. Well, I'm out oh. next Thursday. I'm going to make a command decision and say we're going to do it Wednesday. <laughs> we got to do it when we're all here. Well, how, uh, Tuesday. I know. I know for sure we're all uh, here Tuesday. Okay. All right. So we'll do it. It'll be a cauldron Tuesday. Okay. So we'll do. We'll do that. All right. All right. So we'll we'll, we'll do that. So we'll get wheels it. off on Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, clean up from hour number one. Uh, thank you, Nancy. Nice comments about being a dedicated Longhorn fan and listener uh, to the program. Uh, yeah, that's what those listeners said. Dang, we're losing flaccid Florida man and the cauldron. <laughs> uh, Victor uh, wants to know that Warner Brothers is planning on a big summer for their 100 year anniversary, started in 1923. And so that's why you have, you know, that's why you have Barbenheimer going on uh, this weekend. Uh, Longhorn Bear says, when I was a teenager, I skipped into four different theaters in one day, eight bucks for four movies. Now it costs $15, Ipanheimer, Barbie, Mission Impossible, and Insidious. Okay, yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> Pastor Smasher says, I dare Jordan Addison to speed 140 in Wilco. Yeah, Williamson County. Yeah, that's probably not happening. That, so Mm-mm. somebody else replaced. Gotta, mind your, gotta be on your P's and Q's when you're running around Wilco. And talking about replacing the AC units, somebody said, we've replaced all of ours at once. Yeah, wow. Yeah, well, it's good if it you know works out there, you know. Oh, man. Uh, I have a friend in the Big Ten loop. He heard rumblings of Michigan State playing at the Mood this year. Okay. 
We'll it, was a, it was a fun little series they had going on for a while. It was. It was. Um, you know, uh, one of the years that I only did one of the two state championship games in 6A, it was still 5A back then. Um, in fact, I haven't missed doing both since it went to the 6A nomenclature in 2014. But back when they were 5A, there was, I had to miss the, the first game. Um, and uh, I think it was the Pearland Ulysses Trinity game because I was doing Texas Michigan State up in East Lansing. And that was a Draymond Green game. Oh, yeah. And Texas roundly throttled. Michigan State that day. Was it, 20, was it 2011? I think it was 2011. 2010, 2011 season? Yeah. 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 And they just throughout, might have been, yeah, might have been December 2010. Now that I Why do I remember that. that game was somewhat close and then Jordan Hamilton at some point, probably in the last six minutes, had a steal and dunk that just blew it up. Yeah, open. and blew it up. I think they won by like 17 or something. Yeah. I mean, it was it was rather lopsided. And Pastor won. Smasher, I'll say this. You, you've asked about uh, B&E. I, I've made it a point, Craig made it a point, we're and I, kind of every, we haven't said this between shows, but we're kind of letting everybody speak for themselves. Yes, Bucky will be back on Monday, so I'm sure whatever Bucky yeah. has to say, they'll they'll address it on Monday. Same thing with Chad Hastings. Yeah, both will be back on Monday. They'll speak to their own status when it gets to that. So that's that's where that is. Uh, okay, we're ready to do this. Uh, you know, and that's another thing we've done is uh, with this program we instituted it in the pandemic here three years ago. Uh, which is the music survey. It was something that we got from uh, our, my good friends, uh, George Dunham and Craig Miller from The Ticket in Dallas. We all used to work together at KRLD. George is the godfather to my oldest son, Andy. Uh, we've we've been friends a long time. and, and I would say from everything you've said, Junes and Jub, good people. They are. They are, they are definitely good people. Uh, really enjoyed. Being with I always remember uh, one of my favorite Craig Miller uh, experiences. He and I were out um, in Los Angeles with the rest of our crew out for Super Bowl 27, the the first of the back-to-back Jimmy Johnson coached Cowboys. And we'd been out there the week, during the week, covering the games. And we went to Los Angeles. We went to the Forum to see the Kings play. I think it was the Canucks. And Wayne Gretzky, it was on his birthday, and he scored a goal. It was late in his career. So I I got to see Hank Aaron late in his career at a home run. I got to see Willie Mays late in his career at a home run, uh, and uh, and got to see uh, and got Gretzky, to, uh, Gretzky uh, late in his career uh, score a goal on that. Well, when the when the game was over, we, were, we got lost. We were riding out of there, got directed because of traffic. Yeah, and we were headed back down uh, toward in Orange County down that way. But we were headed down there, and we're like we have no idea where we are. And all of a sudden, we come up. And we said, what is that monstrosity going it up? That looks like an arena. It was the Honda Center in Anaheim. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it was me and Craig Miller riding around on that. So <laughs> I always remember, remember that deal. So, uh, but those guys uh, had uh, instituted the music survey. And uh, the music survey, you've heard us, if you've heard us do it uh, over the past three years, all of us have taken it in the building, except the guy who's going to take it now. And that's Cameron Parker, who's going to do it. It's a list of... 11 questions, and it goes into the band or artist, and you either hate them or love them or they're overrated or they're underrated or they changed your life or it made you fall in love with music. It's all wonderful questions 
thought-provoking. The hook, the key, is that you can only invoke the name of a band or artist one time for any of those questions. It can only happen once. So, like, for example, several of the questions I think are very similar. I could have used the Beatles for all four or Steely Dan probably for all four or the Eagles for all four. But you can only use one for that. So it's Cameron Parker's turn to do this. So uh, you ready to go with this thing? Let's do it, baby. Okay. All right. The first of the categories is band or artist I hate. Now, I always say hate is a relative term. I try not to hate anything. The closest I might come to it is air supply. And so I did put band or artist I hate as air supply. But what I defined as band or artist that you hate is you hear it come on the radio, you instantly change the station. And that's me. So I'll do that. And Jeff was able to bear witness to at my own wedding. The DJ <laughs> rolled out all out of love. He wouldn't have supply. It. All he knew in his defense was Yacht Rock. And I did. It was my mistake. I did not say no air supply. He rolled that out. And I was standing near you at the time it did it. And I went, dude's playing air supply. I heard it. I'm like, oh, we're about to, we might be having some fireworks yeah. here. Later, later, he came up to me, asked if everything was going on. I said, yeah, doing a great job. I said, other than the air supply, he goes, you don't like air supply? I said, hate air supply. And he said, oh, and I did play one. Did I? I said, yeah, you played the worst one. All out of love. So uh, he apologized. I said, not your fault, though. But what is the band or artist that you hate? Cameron. Cameron Parker. Oh, look at Cam. Not down with Cardi B. Not even remotely close. Not with Cardi what, B. What is it? What is it about Cardi B? So this song right here, Bodak Yellow, is her claim to fame. She stole the beat. Well, I mean, she probably you know paid for the the rights, for the sample, sampled yeah. it, sampled it. No flocking by Kodak Black. Stole the flow from Kodak Black. The lyrics in this song suck. Bodak Yellow doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> but since then, she's gotten super popular. Um, obviously, she's in a relationship with Offset, member Amigos, who I like his music. Um, not a fan of him dating Cardi B, but you know that's his own choice. Hey, they have the Cardi B offset Mc, uh, meal at McDonald's. Yeah, remember? Yeah, I didn't order that one. Yeah, uh, uh. but you mentioned whenever you hear them come on the air. Whenever I hear her sampled in a song, whether it could be a song with Drake or Migos, whoever, I skip that part. It's an okay. instant you're, skip. You're just out. Instant skip. No. Okay. All right. Uh, so there it is. Bandor's, you know. Cardi B has become so popular that Rod has added Cardi B's name to the list when he says, but, Mm -hmm. because he's making a point, and he goes, but, and then he would always say, he would always say Serena Williams, Nicki Minaj, size, but, he would say, now he says. Cardi B and Lizzo. And Lizzo. Now he's added Kim Kardashian's in there also. Oh, yeah, Kim Kardashian. It was those, he would say Kim Kardashian. uh, Serena Williams. Serena Williams. Nicki Minaj. And Nicki Minaj. He would, those were the three anchors. And he would say, he'd go, Kim Kardashian, Kim Kardashian, uh, uh, Serena Williams, uh, Nicki Minaj size, but now he's added Lizzo and Cardi B. Yeah. All right, so there it is, band or artist he hates. How about the band or artist you think is overrated? And looking at this, I hope to God Bill Walton is not listening. Oh, no. So uh, I'm waiting for YouTube to uh, stop playing their ads because that's the best part about not paying for YouTube music is we are waiting <laughs> on the commercial and there uh, it yeah. comes. So um, yeah, he's Ooh. he's not down with the dead. Yeah, not down 
It's an interesting choice, Dan. Not a deadhead. Um, maybe it's because I'm not into shrooms and LSD and marijuana. And, uh, I don't, I don't, I've tried to listen to their stuff. I've had friends who are deadheads. I just can't get into dude, it. I'm the same way with you, too. I just I don't see what the big deal is. and I can't. I've got a friend who's that way with Prince. My buddy Chris Dukes, he said every, every three or four years, I'll be like, maybe maybe now I'm, I'm ready for Prince. And he'll start playing Prince. He's like, nope, not, yeah. still not ready. Yeah. You know, yeah. Bill Walter sitting here. What are you talking about? This is a watershed moment in musical history. The Grateful Dead are one of the greatest, just like the Conference of Champions. Okay, uh, Banner Arts, you think is overrated? Is Grateful Dead? Okay. Uh, Sorry, Bill. Sorry, yeah, Bill. yeah. Uh, let's go to the band or artist you think is underappreciated. What who was yours, Jeff, for the one you thought was underappreciated? Uh, underappreciated. I think I went with Jim Class Heroes, a band that has long since broken up. Okay, mm. I think that's who I went with. Mine was Electric Light Orchestra. Mine's ELO. Been, All right, it's been a minute since I did that. All right, and uh, so for Cam, the band or artist you think is underappreciated. J. Cole. Greg, he's from our area, yeah. Fayetteville, North Carolina. Yeah. Some say Vietnam. Was he, think, uh, was he a military kid? No, he was not. That's usually the first question I ask of anybody from Colleen or, <laughs> or, or Fayetteville. Colleen and Fayetteville are almost identical, by the way. Are they the really? cities are very, very yeah. similar. Military very towns. Very similar. Yeah. No, but this album, 2014 Forest Hills Drive, that's where the street he lived on in Fayetteville. It was his album that you know put him into i think the pantheon of best hip-hop rappers of all time there's not a single skip on this show uh it was my first rap concert i went to he was incredible live uh he was an honorable mention for one of the other questions coming up but i wanted to fit someone else in for that spot i think in terms of because hip-hop right now jeff i don't know if you, how much you've listened to it it's this cloud rap yeah i rap, can't, I can't it's do just, it yeah. it's it's more Songs that are popular in hip-hop are because of the producer's beat and mm -hmm. what they can do. And so much, not really the lyrics. But J. Cole, I think, is one of the remaining artists who actually can freestyle without yeah. having to write it down for a week in advance. Whenever uh, Jay-Z played the Irwin Center in 2009, J. Cole, was one yeah. of the, uh, J. Cole was one of the opening acts. Yeah, and his story, which is yeah. which also I, I like about J. Cole, is he, would, he went to school in New York, wanted to be a rapper, and he would wait outside of... JC's, I think, apartment, and he would give him tapes, his own tapes and stuff. And JC would listen to it on the sidewalk, just maybe thirty seconds of it, a minute of it, and eventually, Hove signed J Cole to his album or to his label. Excuse me, Cole blew up. Now he has his own Dreamville album, which is based out of uh, North Carolina. Craig. So, banner artists that uh, Cam thinks is underappreciated is J Cole. All right, now these next four are ones that I said could be you could really used one. If you really, really loved and appreciated this band or artist, you could you could use it for all four band or artists you love, band or artists you could listen to over and over, band or artists that made you fall in love with music, or band or artists that changed your life. But you can only use the same band or artist one time. So that's to band or artist you love, and that is the immortal, the one and only Stevie Ray Vaughan, whom Jeff Howe hates. As oh yeah, has, it's as been, has well, been well out. documented. Yeah, I'm not just programmed that he hates that. Cheating here a little bit because this, of course, is a cover from Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, uh, Little Wing, which is probably top five favorite songs, but okay. Stevie Ray's top five favorite artist and what he can do with the guitar. I mean, he's one that you know gone way too early. Wish 
I could have been alive to see him play because he's someone on YouTube where it's like I gotta watch you know Stevie Ray live because he is an absolute menace with the guitar. Let me ask you this: Has your fondness for Stevie Ray Vaughan made you go back and check more into Jimi Hendrix? So I started with Jimmy actually. Okay, started with Jimmy and um, kind of got more and more into you know guitars and, and etc. And so got you worked forward Ray. rather than working backwards. Yeah, yeah. there you okay. go. I dig that. All right. So band or artist love is Stevie Ray Vaughan. And, 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 and as an example of that, do you remember what yours was for band or artist that you love? Ooh, band or artist that I love. I think I went with Hootie and the Blowfish. Okay. I love me some Hootie. And mine was Steely Dan. So next up is band or artist that you can listen to over and over. And mine was Tupac for this. Well, or uh, Mine was uh, the Eagles. Uh, for that solid choice, and for Cameron Parker, the band artist he can listen to over and over is Drake, Aubrey Graham, Drizzy, <laughs> the Kid, LeBaron Johnson Jr. Uh, if, if you ever talk to LBJ, kind of has a little bit of Drake sound to him. Uh, I told him that he laughed. <laughs> to go with, because I didn't know where to put Drake on this list. He was going to be on it one way or another. Yeah. And the song listened to over and over again, the artist over and over again. The song, of course, is called Over by Drake. Off one of his earlier albums, Thank Me Later, but you can give me any album, any song from Drake, and I like it no matter what. Okay. All right. Uh, so there's Band or Artist. He wants to do over and over with Drake. All right. Next is the Band or Artist that made you fall in love with music. Do you remember what yours was? Yeah. Queen. Queen. Okay. Uh, mine was Van Morrison was uh, my uh, uh, with uh, band artist, and for Cam, the band or artist that made you fall in love with music, none other than the Beatles. Although I would say you probably could have picked a better. Wow, eleven-year-old Cameron is devastated by that statement, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, growing up, CDs was how we listened to music. I we could not afford an iPod, but CDs we had the Beatles' um, number one hits album. Yeah, and there's two songs kind of cheated here. Yellow Submarine and Eleanor Rigby were the two that get in the car. First song I could go to was Yellow Submarine and Eleanor Rigby. I could probably sing the entire song lyric for lyric. Right I bet now, you could. Still. I wish you'd done Eleanor Rigby. Both, by the way, ironically, uh, on the Revolver album, Yellow Submarine yeah. was originally released as a single in 1965. But anyway, Revolver had such incredible, such a yeah. uh, such a transcendent album with Tax Band and and Got to Get You Into My Life and and uh, and For No One and Tomorrow Never Knows and you go with Yellow Submarine. Yeah. Okay. Well, as I've gotten older, you know, now, obviously this. My favorite album, I think, by the Beatles now is Abbey Road, but I can go back and forth with the Beatles. Yeah. But this is the one that really, that, what was the question that made me love? Made you fall in love with yeah. music. So yeah, so this right, is it's... more true to it. Now, is it my favorite? Like, now, it's not my favorite. You know, my it's probably a little bit lower, okay. but these were the first two songs that I remember from listening to music. All right, we've just passed the halfway point of the music. Oh, no, no, you could let it play us out. Into, well, I was going to pull up Eleanor time. Rigby. Oh but yeah, course, well there you, uh, go. there you go. The only Beatles song where it's where you don't hear uh, any guitar at any point, it's it's string quartet. You know, so it's it, it's great on that. Anyway, we have the second half of Cam's music survey. Yeah, with the uh, string quartet. By the way, listen to the all instrumental with no vocals mm-hmm. on it. It's it's amazing as well. 
This is like the Tower on the Horn. Helena Rigby picks up the rice in the church where a wedding has been. Lives in a dream, waits at the window. Wearing... Like the Tower. This was another song off Revolver here on Light the Tower. That that first line, she said, I know what it's like to be dead. That was actually a line uttered to John Lennon from Peter Fonda, who was doing an acid trip when they were on the West Coast in 66, in the 66 tour, the last tour there. He said, I know what it's like to be dead. So, uh, yeah, so he took that line from that. That was part of that Revolver thing. To be because the Beatles were the band of artists that made Cameron Parker fall in love with music. Mine, uh, the, the next category is the band of artists that changed my life. And for me, it was the Beatles. But we're about to find out as we continue with the music survey with Cam Parker, uh, the band or artist that changed his life. Changed your life. Changed your life. And Cam... Not about to be told that lead is dead. In the Led Zeppelin. Never dead. Probably my favorite band. My favorite band would be Led Zeppelin. Changed your life. How did it change your life? So, sometime in high school, I decided to actually listen to music and not just uh, Coldplay and the Chainsmokers. Actually, actually go through my <laughs> yeah. own, not off the top 40 list. Uh, Led Zeppelin was one that's one of my dad's favorite, um, but you know, you don't really get into hard rock when you're when you're younger. I don't think. But when I finally listened to Led Zeppelin one, two, three, and four, House of the Holy, Physical Graffiti, uh, Coda, T for One, all of it, um, that's when I really discovered music. I think. Okay. Were you guys fans of that '70s show? I never watched it. Do you ever watch yeah. it, Craig? Yeah. You remember the episode where? Uh, Donna had two Led Zeppelin tickets, and Eric couldn't go, so she was trying to decide. And then it cuts like everybody doing the confessional bit. And and Jackie said, Jackie gets through her whole spiel, and she says, for the record, I think Led is super hot. Uh, so I agree. Do, so does Bernard Yeti on the spec sound like. says, get the Led out. There you go. They're, um, if you guys haven't watched their Kennedy City Honors um, tribute concert with Lenny Kravitz and Hart, uh, one of the greatest... I think live music experiences for covers, and of course um, Celebration Day. The last time I think they performed at uh, O2 Arena, two thousand eight, two thousand nine. What a kick ass concert! I wish I could be there for that. There could have go. been there for that. Excuse me. Uh, uh, also on the Specs ten the text line, somebody said, "Yeah, I like Thrice's color cover of Eleanor Rigby." If you ever listen to the Beatles Baroque album, which is all done with Baroque instruments, they do. A- Great job of that as well. <laughs> Limerick Winters says, Yellow Submarine's the dumbest, worst, most brutal song ever. My five-year-old <laughs> has made up better songs. Literally. Yeah, but could your five-year-old make it go to gold? See, that was, that was the... And somebody else supported that. Technically, Yellow Submarine and Octopus's Garden and Ringo songs. They are, but but it was still in the Beatles catalog because it happened at the time. You could make the same story, the same thing about George Harrison. 
I mean, Here Comes the Sun was written by George Harrison. Something was mm-hmm. written by George. But they're Beatles songs because it happened during the time that it wound up on Beatles. And they made an animated movie from Yellow Submarine, right? Was and, that, was uh, that how it was originally released? Or yeah, was it as, part, part of okay. the, as part of the, the – that was their um, their next movie Their next release. step was Hollywood, yeah. Well, because they did A Hard Day's Night, which was an outstanding movie. They did Help, which was kind of silly but but still entertaining enough. Uh, and uh, Yellow Submarine was a cartoon, and Magical Mystery, Mystery Tour was ridiculous, and then uh, and then uh, Let It Be was just kind of sad because it all it showed all of the bad parts of what was happening around the Get Back sessions. The Peter Jackson Get Back, however, shows the whole of it, yeah. which is really cool. So somebody so, said I'm 38 and I've found three of my dad's Zeppelin vinyls in the attic in college, and they've been the top three for me ever since. So I uh, I didn't know I knew Robert Plant. Lived in Austin, had lived in Austin. I didn't know. Apparently, he moved out of Austin in 2014. Oh yeah, so he's yeah. been gone for almost a decade. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay. I did not know that. Okay, uh, sounds like right about the time I learned that he lived in Austin, he yeah. moved out of Austin. Yeah, somebody likes the heart cover of Stairway to Heaven. Says it's yeah. awesome. Uh, and Wilson Hart is going to be uh, in October at the Paramount. Hey, well, check, check out that TV. Look, 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 that mustache, Raleigh fingers, late in life is still sporting. Yeah. Rolling that handlebar you, out You talk there. about leaning into the bit. Raleigh Fingers is doing it hard. He lives it. That's his deal. I've Hart. heard Hart likes to cover a lot of Led Zeppelin songs in their live concerts. Yeah. All right. Next up, the band or artist that surprised me. Do you remember the one that surprised you, Jeff, the band or artist? Yes, it was Sturgill Simpson. Sturgill was, Simpson. Who I've become a big fan of. For me, it was Lady Gaga. Uh, it was, Interesting. Yeah, it was Lady Gaga because I was Interesting. surprised at how really good her vocal range was and how entertaining she could she could be i was i was quite surprised by was that, that after um born stars born the movie's it was called? before okay it's before i uh that the song you know how we 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 play a song that kind of uh symbolizes your point for for me i uh i had snoop play at the time he's the edge of glory when she takes that up octave yeah. after octave after octave it's, it's amazing and and Punches at home. It's really she does good. kill that song. Yeah. Uh, okay. So the band or artist that surprised you, the very popular Bad Bunny, San Benito, San Juan's own from Puerto Rico. Yeah. So obviously you can tell um, from the Twitch camera, I am a Caucasian male. <laughs> no. I, took, I, I passed uh, Spanish in college. Don't really remember a lot of it. Uh, so when I heard Bad Bunny, he did a he did a song with Drake. So that's how I was introduced to him was through Drake. And then like, eh, you know, I just kind of like when Drake uh, sings in English. You know, I'm good with English music right now. Yeah. My entire friend group now is mostly uh, Hispanic. So listen to Bad Bunny all the time. The more and more I've gotten into it, Bad Bunny has become probably one of my favorite artists right now. <laughs> I cannot get enough Bad Bunny. Have you seen Bad Bunny wrestle yet, Cam? I have. Yeah, really? I have. Nice. He, I mean, he's and he's got a good career because he's been in Hollywood movies. He was in the Brad Pitt Bullet Train movie. Uh, I believe he's going to be a Marvel superhero coming up. Uh, he's done some stuff with wrestling. Yeah. The pop culture superstar, if you will. That's a good way of putting it. There you go. All right. Uh, so next, we go to Guilty Pleasure Band Artists. This might have been the most fascinating question for everyone who took the survey. Uh, because you, I, I think we really learned something about people 
off of this. Mm-hmm. My my response was rather boring. Uh, my guilty pleasure band of ours was America, and I had a lot of people immediately text and said, why would that be guilty? They were good American band. And I agree. I, I wanted to get them on the survey. So I, I plead guilty to that. Uh, they're they're a, a true Yacht Rock type uh, thing uh, with America and really liked it. Jeff, however, did surprise me with his choice. You notice how I had to ask Jeff about you know what he picked for band artists he could listen to over and over or made him fall in love with music that sort of thing. No, I do remember Jeff's guilty pleasure yeah, band and artists. You should. Was this one of the most surprising answers you got throughout anybody's music survey? Might have been the most surprising wow. answer of the entire survey team. My guilty pleasure was '90s boy bands. How about that? Really? How about that? I, I might jam some like, Backstreet like, Boys on the way home. Like in sync. And LFO, okay. 98 degrees. Not <laughs> that. But you also kind of throw it into uh, that category. Yours is the one and only Harry Styles. Yeah, so for this question, I, I had to be someone that, like, you know, I would probably be a little embarrassed to like say. Like when people come up to the car, you turn the volume down? Yeah. yeah. Or change I mean, the track real quick? That's what's meant by guilty pleasure yeah. band or artist. Yep. See, I wouldn't do that for America. If people heard it, it'd be what it is. But you guys truly embodied the spirit of guilty pleasure band artists with boy bands. And for you, Harry Styles. Speaking of boy bands, coming off One Direction. Yeah, literally. I mean, One Direction did not listen to One Direction. He would have been in 2014, if you give me this music survey, He, One Direction probably would have been the band I hate. Because the, the whole boy band shtick was stupid to me. Don't um, tell that to my younger daughter. <laughs> but as I've you know matured, and I didn't, I did not listen to any of his stuff until, I believe when this song first came out. Kind of went through his catalog. They, honestly, I blame Chad Hastings because he kept talking about going to the Harry Styles concert. Gone through it. Um, guilty pleasure. Guilty yep. as charged. I like Harry Styles. There, I said it. Good job, Cam. There you are. You know what I just realized, Craig? My daughter's five, and about. Let's say seven or so years, she's going to have one of those boy bands that I'm going to have to cough up a decent amount of money to go see them in concert. Oh, I had to take, uh, well, I didn't take. Laurie took Haley uh, to see, uh, with John Madani and his daughter, to see Backstreet Boys at the Irwin Center. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's in my not too distant future. I did refuse to go. She she so uh, <laughs> he put uh, he put your foot down. I'm not doing that. I'll do many things for my kids. That is not so one John, of them. So John went. Right? Did he go? I don't know if he went or just Nancy. Okay. I, he might have. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, that was Backstreet Boys. Yeah, that happened then. Uh, okay, we're down to two now. The band or artist you should have seen by now. For me, it was Beyonce. And hold on, hold on, hold on. Can I? Can we go back to uh, the Harry Styles thing? Because we got a text. I, I need yeah. more info on this text. Yeah. Said, I once listened to this song on repeat while doing bumblefoot surgery on my chicken. Kept me calm and steady. Huh. Huh. All right, just going to need a little clarity on that, Texter. But okay. Yeah. Uh, and, and somebody said, can the music survey be accessed or viewed online to take ourselves? Uh, I'll tell you what, maybe what, what we can do is we can have the questions posted there for you. Because that's all it is. It's just... The question. It's just like fantasy football. You come up with your own, you know, your teams and your league and things like that, and your own scoring system. That's all it is. It's just 11 questions. That's all it is. Post it, but you might want to grab it quick because I don't know how long the Light the Tower page is going to be up on the website. So, well, through. Could, could be could be August 1 at, you know, 
12.01 p.m. that thing goes dark. We'll see. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But, but uh, it's, Craig will do anything for love, but he won't do that. You're exactly right. Exactly right with Thank that. you for the meatloaf reference there. So, the uh, yeah, the banner artist should, should have seen by now. For me, it was Beyonce. For you, Jeff, it was? Uh, Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney. Yeah. Absolutely. Good call there. And for you, Cameron Parker, the banner artist you should have seen by now is... Uh, how about some Green, green Day for you, you? As big a Green Day fan as you told me you are, you haven't seen Green Day in concert? I have not. Does that make you an American idiot? A little bit. Flashback to sometime in 2004, six-year-old, plugging in my PlayStation, popping in Madden 05 with Ray Lewis on the cover, and this was the intro song, and I was fired up to win a couple Super Bowls with the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> okay. I have uh, the Madden 03 and 04 soundtracks on my phone as playlists. Oh, I mean, for some reason, EA, they can't make a good video game anymore. Man, they they can still make a damn good music playlist. They do get soundtracks right, do they not? Yeah. By the way, uh, Bumblefoot is a staph infection in a chicken foot. You have to cut it out and bandage it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. uh, So we're down to one question left. Because you, you, if you if you were talking about Green Day, you could be alarmed by this text that just came in. Dookie yeah. is so good. Yes, that's Green Day's yeah. Green Day's first album. Yeah. So there you go. Nobody be grossed out by that. Uh, so we're down to one question left, and it's the great band or artist to see live. For me, it was Billy Joel because I think a lot of folks were surprised that he really does put on an excellent show. He's not just a piano man and sit there and play piano. It's a it's a heck of a show. Uh, I can almost add Boss Cags that from last night, but on a really good show. For you. See, I said Jay-Z, but if I had to really think about it, I probably would go with Ludacris just because the Ludacris concert after the spring game that one year, Ooh. I was enjoying myself. And then John Burt, Kirk and Colin Johnson, and Jeffrey McCulloch walked up, and we all made eye contact, and they saw me enjoying myself, and then they looked at each other like, all right, there's just a bunch of old people here. we got to get the heck out of here. All right. But for Cameron Parker, the answer to the final question, great band or artist to see live. And I think we had this answer. Somebody else who took the survey two or three years ago gave us this one. The Black Keys. Yeah, also when I had to figure out how to get onto this playlist, one of my top five favorite bands of all time, The Black Keys, Gold in the Ceiling, an incredible song live. Went and saw them at the, uh, the Irwin Center. Rest in peace. 2000 and, uh, I believe, 19, 2018. Uh, Dan Auerbach at singing and good guitar he, he's an incredible musician incredible band and another catalog that i could listen to over and over and over again <laughs> so uh there it is the so, uh, music survey greg's over texting us i've heard john the danny's name on this station more this week than in the entire history of the station yeah he's our good friend <laughs> works for espn radio the national he's a national sports and Love his name is john. spelled without the h yeah. it's a j-o-n and his last name is spelled M-A-D-A-N-I. That's it. Middle name, is, middle name is Talal. Only person I know and I've ever heard of it. T-A-L-A-L. Talal. Anyway, uh, so so there's that. Uh, it is is funny. Um, somebody, what if I miss you guys are going off? No, it's the music survey. You're talking about that. Somebody said, I took my daughters to Hannah Montana before she was just Miley Cyrus. I try like hell to bribe them to sell it because the ticket price has skyrocketed <laughs> after bought. Pink is amazing. I imagine pink is amazing as well. So there you are. 
There's good Cam's job, Cameron. That's, that's a survey. good, Did solid you. survey, sir. And, and apparently you. got an assist from his dad on the deal too. You were, when you were doing some research on something. No, he. I sent him the survey. I was like, let me oh. hear yours. Oh, okay, good. Um, All not, right. not a fan of Adele. Found out he's not a big Adele person <laughs> or Drake person. Wow. Okay. We'll be back to wrap up Light the Tower on the Horn. Okay, couple of things here. I didn't forget about the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. Nope. Boy, I had to come up with a way to do it, and I have it now. And this also goes into what uh, somebody mentioned about listing on the app to give you enough time. Since you can't call in because the phone banks don't work, here's what you do. Be the 20th texter to text just these words. I want the magazine. Be the 20th texter. No, don't don't put down your mailing or email address or anything like that. Just, I want the magazine. And Cameron will get back with the winner and tell you that you got it. So be the 20th texter to text in the words on the Specs text line at 337-3776. I want the magazine, and you will be the winner of the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. There's texter number one. Uh, come in then. So be the Too 20th. Early. Yeah, that's all right. He can text again if he wants. Uh, the other thing, somebody asked uh, if Boskags last night did loan me a dime. He did not. Uh, but other than loan me a dime and Ms. Sun, Ms. Sun, other than that, he did everything else and did a lot of R&B and blues. It was great. We're, real quick, guys, let's enjoy the weekend. Our last full week of Light the Tower coming up next week. Next week, Monday. we'll visit with you Monday. For our man behind the glass, Cameron Parker. From a co-host, Jeff Howe, I'm Craig Way. Thanks for joining us. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday. Light the tower.